0: hello and welcome to doing time where humans talk about their experiences in a psych ward today we have chicago comedian writer actress
1: model and sex symbol okay
0: thank you yes. for finishing my very uh great thoughts <laughs> my very sexual thoughts um sabine sadiq how are you i'm good
1: it's so nice you to have, have such you a catchy here.
0: name like i always feel yeah. like when people say sabine i'm like sabine sadiq yeah
2: because
0: <laughs> it's just like so fun to say, fun to say. yeah um, so the first question I always ask is, how much time have you done? And that could be, like, uh, hospitalizations,
2: therapy, times that you were struggling. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, I'd say, like, years. I um, Like, I've done a lot of therapy. I've never had to go into a psych ward, but I've been, like, I've had to go to a lot of psych wards for my brother. So that's just, like, a okay. weird experience of, like, having to watch someone you love suffer, but then... Also know that it's good for them. They want to come out. You're trying to support, yeah, and just feeling really weird about the whole thing. There's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of guilt because mm-hmm. it's like, why does this person have to struggle and I don't really in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I should be really lucky, but also he's borderline. So it's like every time you talk to him, it's draining, and I can't say that. Okay, yeah. but yeah, I'm the guy so I've who is
0: borderline.
2: He's it's, super, bipolar with, it's super
0: common in women. If yeah. people didn't know that, but it's super common in women. Totally. But so what it's got almost you eight into?
1: It's th- in 10 in women, I think. Like, as a, far as like people a, who have borderline, like oh, it's like 80% okay. women. You're
0: saying, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, the woman. Like, of, of people who yeah. have borderline. That makes, that makes sense. sense. So do you,
2: so what, like, put you in therapy, though? Like, where um, It was my brother. It was, so, like, okay. it was, like, because he, he got diagnosed with bipolar at 17 or something. Okay. So I was in high school, and he kind of, like, just used me as, like, an emotional punching bag where it was, like, a lot of verbal abuse every single day. So it was just calling me anything and everything like the worst stuff just truly every single day like just waking up being manic. Um, Meds weren't stabilized yet so he didn't he wasn't stable. So every he wouldn't sleep a lot of nights and um, so it was just like I would wake up to him either just ignoring me and feeling this like really toxic energy of Mm -hmm. like if I say one word I know he'll snap. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like even if you ignore him you still have to feel bad mm-hmm. uh or just right right because you, know, you feel that tension and then like yeah. he has the power because he's holding
0: the power and yeah then you feel like yeah
2: and so then it was just a lot of yeah a lot of screaming at me and just telling me I, I'm garbage I'm dirt I'm like swearing at me I think a lot of it I've kind of forgotten because I don't my brain was like nope we're letting go of this yeah. <laughs> but he's he's said awful things um and then I think I, I went to therapy because I was I I wasn't suicidal but I was having I don't know what you call it when you just imagine yourself in your grave and you're just mm-hmm. like if I'm here like how is my family gonna react like will they care like how are, how are they gonna feel yeah. just some having- of that some of that is existential
0: yeah. but some of that is existential like yeah what happens after life kind of stuff and like but you obviously took it to the next level where you were like yeah
2: would people care if i think i, I was died? so drained that i was just like yeah. well i'm not really existing right now and like if this happened what how would things go like mm-hmm. and honestly me and my parents weren't like we're my parents are immigrants so they don't know how to handle anything mental illness so it's like i'm expecting them to take care of me
1: they don't have emotions they have jobs they don't
2: they just have jobs <laughs> <laughs> they're working <laughs> yeah being a teacher that's how you handle mental illness um that's (laughs) I like yeah so I couldn't really blame them either but I just knew that I was really struggling and I was like you know i hate i started having like chronic ibs at that point mm-hmm. so i'm just like shitting myself all the time yeah. and i'm sad and my brother's <laughs> yelling at me
1: it's, <laughs> it's not a good life it <laughs> oh, doesn't sucks. sound fun it yeah. was
2: pretty bad
1: 14 was really not a good age for <laughs> no, you
2: none of high school like oh god i hated high school so much are you is he older or younger he's 2 years older and um okay. so, yeah, so i just went to therapy at that point cuz once i was like yeah, if i'm picturing myself dead like i should probably go see a therapist and so mm-hmm. i saw That's <laughs> So, well, some people don't make that step, for you know?
1: sure. Well, wait, what was that conversation like with your mom on top, or your dad yeah. on top of your brother also requiring like help in that area? Did you feel more comfortable telling your parents that you felt like you needed help because you already saw your brother get it? No. Or did you feel like, I'm going to burden them? What was your, what was, where were you at with that? It was, was
2: kind of like, around? I had to be like the funny, happy one because no one else was in the house, so there was a lot of pressure on me at all times. and None uh, of us
1: in this room that do stand-up comedy could relate to that in any way. <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm.
2: At all. No. It's such a unique experience. <laughs> but like, that's like literally every single comic story and I'm just like, yeah, there you go. Uh, no, like they, I didn't really talk to him about it, honestly. I was just like, because the one time I asked my dad, I was like, this is affecting me. Like I didn't know it was affecting me cuz I kept thinking like I this is his problem, he's suffering. That's what my parents taught me that like he's suffering so you're fine. And so I think one day I was like, "Dad, I, this I think I'm getting affected or something." And he's like, "But you're not bipolar. You're not the one struggling with it." And I was like, "Okay, you're right." like I didn't know that for years do you think
0: that they actually had more empathy for him or that they just didn't know how they would deal with two people that are struggling so they tried to like prevent
2: it no I think that they really thought it was just him I think that like I have just been the one kid in my family that's like fine Uh so they would never pay attention to me because they're my two siblings are have always been problem children like i have an older half-sister And I think her parents, my dad, and her mom's divorce kind of screwed her up a little bit. Okay. So she's got her own issues. And then my brother's got his issues. So they're just like, Sabine, just do what you, you're an adult. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like, at all times. You're nine.
1: You're (laughs) (laughs) nine. Did did you pay the mortgage this month? (laughs) Like,
2: it's on you this time. Like,
1: you don't have a job. Where's your unemployment check?
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You got to pull your own weight, Sabine. (laughs) Like, uh,.
1: Why so, can't you cook dinner for the five of us? <laughs> Third grade's not that fucking hard. It's the 10th
2: thing I've asked you today. Come on. <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, I didn't even consult with my parents. I just, like, went and found a therapist. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, I need help. And she was like, okay. And so I went well, in. because you've
0: always done everything for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I you had, had to. Matt talk about that all the time where most people want to be yeah. like, like, like swept off their feet like Cinderella like oh (laughs) she needs therapy guys and like everybody helps her get to therapy but like with us you have to be self-advocating because Mm -hmm. no one's gonna do it for you and then everyone who like you know is probably trying to prevent you from doing it Yeah, um, not from therapy but I think people might like, even if you tell people in general, like, I'm sad, they're like, oh, no, it's okay. They don't, yeah. like, let you feel that sadness, so it's kind of just like a don't. Right.
2: They don't know what to do with that because they don't, probably don't know right. what to do with their own. Yeah. You yeah, know? exactly, exactly. So that's that was 100% what it was, where it's like my parents didn't know what to do with themselves, and I was looking at them, and I was like, mom, dad, we are all zombies. Like, we have <laughs> been zombies for years. Like, we are basically just trying to survive your son. So I yeah. have to go do this, and I got therapy, I got better, and then I moved to San Francisco for two years. Dope. <laughs> that was a quick jump I like that Dope. transition
1: you, <laughs> um, Wait, what? You were just like I'm tired of straight okay. guys This has yeah. not done anything for
2: me uh, Peace
1: <laughs> See you in like 10 years yeah.
2: But honestly like I'm not gonna lie Moving away was the best thing I did Like I, mm-hmm. I had an aunt in San Francisco And she was like stay with me till you get Like figure your things out and yeah. I did And it's like I learned that I could be A person outside of my brother which was really Cool because mm-hmm. okay yeah I wanted to talk about that too because I didn't know
0: know you struggled issues with your brother and that's my that that's a very similar story to me I didn't grow up with immigrant parents but the similarity that I have is my brother was always the problem child Mm -hmm. and he always got all of the attention so like anytime I had something it was like no Drew look at all the stuff you have you're fine yeah you're really good at this this, this this and this right and I always felt guilty and I also did feel like my brother's well I don't know if you would feel like your brother's bipolar would be like your fault almost but like I felt like my brother's heroin addiction was my fault like there was some mm. guilt and did I do enough did I say anything to push him over the edge to make it it's a whole cycle for sure um but I don't know if a lot of people know the feeling of like being overshadowed by something negative if that makes sense that's such um, a good way to put it you're overshadowed by something that's not it's not because okay so for me it was like my brother got all the attention, but I was doing all this good stuff, but that never got more attention than the bad stuff because negative energy always got more attention and always Mm -hmm. was almost more important than me doing good stuff because it's like we have to focus on this negative stuff. Was that like similar for you or where you felt like everything was almost like you did so good and I think
2: it was almost be like, hi, I'm here, hello, hello. It was a lot of that, like for, pay attention to me. Yeah, hundred percent. Like overshadowed by no, negative we both energy. stand up now, and I'm like, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah. I wasn't getting any attention, hundred percent. And like, I think that a big struggle. Like, I also did. I felt I felt that way too. Like, um, my brother never had an issue with drugs. So that that really sucks. But mm-hmm. um, but I would feel a lot of, like like a lot of his episodes were triggered by me. So I would always blame oh. myself. So like, oh wow. If I said something where I was just like. Why, why didn't you take the litter out like it was your job he could blow up in an instant like that that could be enough and that is enough actually for him to be like you know i do everything and you're not shit and like it goes from zero to that really just another tuesday <laughs> imagine, yeah, like, cool i did that i'm gonna go in my room now like yeah. and then the thing is like he can't wind down so i know and i've
0: heard like, countless stories of people who can go from zero to 100 yeah and Over the stupidest stuff. But then when something crazy happens, we're like, I know how to handle this. Because people (laughs) are used to craziness. Yes. So it's little stuff that they take so personally.
2: Yeah. And and it's just like, there's like subcontext there. Like where it's just like, he, I get it. There's sibling rivalry. I think he hates me because I'm able to do all the things that I want to do. So I get, so it's just like these ridiculous conversations now. Like where I can't talk about my successes in front of him because he will blow up. He will get upset he will say something really negative to bring me down so i have to like i i, I test him sometimes i do this stupid thing where like we'll like he'll be oh, in the house and I, i'll just you know okay. what i mean rub, i'm like I'm like oh man uh life life is hard <laughs> he will feel like like what do you mean you like live in the city and you have an apartment yeah like yep. i'm like i can barely make rent this month <laughs> like and then he'll just be like well it's your fault for moving to the city so it's just oh, like, I've so learned. any way you
0: turn it yeah. is convenient for him to put yes. you down. Any and way he'll twist Yeah, it.
2: yeah. And for a long time, I thought that was bipolar. But now I'm like, no, no, no. I think you oh, developed borderline because you had misplaced, misplaced anger. You didn't know what to do with it. And now you just have a shitty personality. Yeah.
0: Well, it, is he, so? so he's not medicated?
2: He's medicated. Um, but his doctor is is the best version of himself believe it or not (laughs) this is uh (laughs) it's not gonna get better than this (laughs) yeah he's awful and this is the best that's gonna happen (laughs) for all of us uh he's medicated but it's i'm pretty sure it's the wrong med so like i've been consulting Uh, with a lot of doctors and he can't advocate for himself because he goes to therapy and he's just like i'm good like he's smart enough to not tell the doctors that he's like oh well that's borderline yeah. yeah you know. that's borderline and so now i'm doing all the advocating cuz my parents don't know how to support him so Can you
0: describe borderline for people who might not know?
2: I mean, i'm still learning about it, but it just feels like it's someone that is trying and they push buttons. So they i don't i don't know if this is all the things, but like Yeah, no, you're not like an expert, but just like you know it a
0: little bit better than I like I, th- I
2: think Matt this would. is what it is. It's just like it's someone where you're just like, "Wow, you have like the worst personality." <laughs> Like, you just look it's at them, and you're like, that's... It's a more clinical <laughs> version, and you're just like, wow. Like, <laughs> what a dick. Okay, DSM yes, 5 No, I swear, like, they can't maintain any relationships, yes, so it's like that's self-sabotage. Exactly. It's like, they want those relationships, but they find a way to, like, ruin them. Like, they want you so close, but they want you far it's away. Black, it's black and white, which
0: relates to bipolar, because yeah. it's a lot of ups and downs, and the same thing with bipolar, where it's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, love and hate. Yeah, and need retention when when
2: it's convenient for you all Mm -hmm. that stuff and it really is about like button pushing like I was talking to a psychiatrist yesterday to like get some insight on it and she was like yeah Yeah. that that is a very borderline move is like they know how to trigger you she was telling me that like if like a borderline patient is a therapist's worst nightmare because they know they're going to be fully drained by the end of that session so a therapist has to have their own therapist if they're going to have a borderline patient Wow. And well, if many it, therapists yeah, have been a therapist. well, absolutely, I knew, I knew that, but I didn't know that. Like they, they say, did. that's the worst one because it's so hard on you them. You also don't know because they're very charming. And they're convincing. manipulating you. for They're an manipulating. Hour. Yeah, they are. They are. They're really. They're. They know. They're so good at pushing buttons. They're so good at getting you to a place where you're as riled up as they are. But
0: this seems like it. What, what I find very weird about borderline is that it can shape your personality. Mm-hmm. And it's not let's say this. It's not as severe and dangerous as schizophrenia is, but mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's I think it's worse because schizophrenia you can be medicated and go to therapy and you're not lying your way out. A lot of people with schizophrenia actually want to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people with borderline like that misery because they fine. have to ruin their relationship. It's this yeah. it's the cycle. And I'm not saying this is for all borderline people. I'm not speaking Right. Know, about that but what what I am saying is like it's weird that it's less severe but like almost worse in a way because all your mm-hmm. relationships
2: are and what's life without good relationships yeah that's the whole point of life I mean really yeah. that's true because I think that it, there's just so much negativity in it like there's just I know that's why and it's yeah there's just so much self-sabotage and there's so much anger right there's, there's just a lot of I mean I'm, I guess like my brother's borderline must be more anger dominated than mm-hmm. bitter but it's like a mix i don't know yeah i don't know how bad most people are like so with borderline
0: was was somebody like that and so you know you your parents
2: know you go to therapy and stuff like do they send your brother to therapy does he go like, uh he he's gone like once a month for like a few years now but like he doesn't take it seriously I was like, "What are you telling your doctor?" And he's like, "I tell him the dad needs help." And I'm like, "Oh, that's therapy." Okay, okay, this you piece of shit. shit.
1: That is an episode of Curb.
2: Like, I told him that. My <laughs>
1: wife is a gun. That's, that's my like, problem. That's what
2: it is. Have
0: you guys ever? I read Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> she had
1: problems with her brother too.
0: No. Yes, but well, her brother her brother passed away. But I read Chelsea Handler's book, and she talks about. Uh, she sent her assistant to the therapist, and she's like, "What? You can't do that." Like she literally, she literally <laughs> why you can't. Do she literally sent her assistant was like she sent her assistant to talk about her. She's like, I don't have time to go. Like, can you go for me? And her assistant went. And her, she's like, I can't see you. Like, you don't like have you're you not me. Chelsea. Literally That's so like, funny. Yeah, also is this so is like funny. confidential. Like, I can't tell Chelsea what you're saying about her. <laughs> yeah. Like none of that thing, works. It's such a Chelsea handler move, but That's I thought so that was so funny. funny where it's also where she also writes about how she didn't um so not enough self awareness of her status in life and things yeah, like I mean. that um which is the same thing where your brother's like oh, okay, so I can just, like, lie and, like, not, like, yeah, about this kind of thing. Or, like, it's, like, whatever. I'm just not going to, like, have any self-awareness.
2: Yeah. Well, and yeah. want to get better. For sure. It, it's, that's so funny that she did that. I love her. Um, that's so
0: funny. <laughs> so many stories like that, too.
2: Well, that just made me realize I have to go to his therapy with him. So, on the 14th, I will be in the <laughs> Zoom
0: meeting. Oh, are you <laughs> It's so funny how you plug it like a comedian. It's like, a On show? the fourteenth,
2: I will zo- yeah, zoom. Meeting. <laughs> yeah, Get there a half an hour early. So everybody, <laughs> you know, it's five. It's five bucks. Uh,
1: Suggest so a just donation. Just email
2: Sabine Comedy. We'll get you on. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. We could do a cop. I
1: did want to ask you guys a serious question because we did have two laughers in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did want to <laughs> ask you guys a serious question because you, Drew, you mentioned that you guys share the commonality and that a lot of your. Needing to address your mental health came out of needing to address your relationships with your brothers Mm -hmm. Do you feel like some of your parents taking your brother's issues like that? They had more primacy that they were the bigger deal Do you feel like that had anything to do with the fact that your brothers were the firstborn son that they were boys that they were older? Do you feel like you got pushed to the side because you were a girl? Did you feel like that was ever any a part of your? Adolescence?
0: um i like i don't think so honestly okay.
2: i know because i That's get a really interesting
0: question though yeah
2: well i think with most immigrant families that would be the case mm. my yeah, family it wasn't sure. it just wasn't because okay. it just it just because like i feel i don't know it they never treated us different like i feel like i got the most attention growing up until he got sick
1: But it was never like,
2: this is our boy. This is, like, we got to give him everything. But that's...
1: Your dad had three kids, and he loved three kids. It was that deep. Yeah. Okay.
2: You know? Because otherwise, I get that. Like, I'm very familiar with that. Like, a lot of my cousins, like a lot of them will be like, yeah, like, my dad my parents are always like, if my, my brother gets everything, and I'm like, yeah, that's not how it ever was in my I house. I
1: just ask not yeah. even out of the fact that your parents are immigrants or yeah. that, Drew, you're also considered ethnic to some people. Yeah. But, like, it, it's just <laughs> – Depends on you. To some ask. people, not Depends me. me yeah. Depends on <laughs> you ask. But it's simply because I hear so much – and, you know, with what I went to school for and with just, you know, trying to pay attention to where we're moving as a society, yeah. you hear so much of the – Hey little girl, sit down, shut up, be quiet. Hey, you you're not the focus right now. Yeah. Hey, just like it's not about you. Well, actually and that's what I just a wondered really good. How much of Okay, wait. Heard. No,
0: that cuz when you asked that, I was like I don't I really didn't have anything to say to that. Okay. Because the way I, because the way I thought you were asking it might okay. not have been the way that cuz I resonate with that a lot. Okay. But what I don't resonate with was the way I thought you asked it, which was more of um I guess like if I was a male, it would have been different or like um if uh they were favoring just him just because he was a boy Mm -hmm. um but he had so many issues that like if I was a parent I'd like want to shoot myself too because I was spending so much time you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like it's it's an insane amount of work yeah and so you know but what I do really like from that is um I relate a lot to thinking my feelings didn't matter which I I think is a thing that it's funny because women are Stereotypically, but I yeah. do believe are better, way better at expressing their emotions. That's mm-hmm. just how, I mean, if you've yeah. ever been in a relationship as a straight woman. But you're supposed woman, to nurture
1: everyone else, not yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's yeah. how, you that's, how you.
0: that's how I felt. And that's how I feel like, well, even today, my yeah. manager, I have a new manager. And so he's like, oh, this is, you're doing this. This is great. And I'm like, this is just my job. I'm just doing it. What do you mean? It's great. Because and I think I'm so, Never, I've never been able Mm -hmm. to take one. But that I also remember one day getting a compliment. I was like, Oh, I literally can't get a compliment because it's not as important as what's going on with my brother. Even little, I wouldn't, I wouldn't obviously think that as somebody gave me a compliment, Mm -hmm. but. Subconsciously, I knew that that's what I was doing. I
1: could say your hair looks nice and then you think my brother relapsed two months ago. Like, it's just (laughs) certain certain things. It's just, nothing's ever about Yeah, and... Because it never was. And
0: we went to my brother's boarding school in North Carolina, and I remember the only time I was like, I always told myself not to cry. Like, I would be like, don't cry. And for 40 minutes, I'd be thinking about how to make myself not cry. Like, just physically, how to, like, squeeze in everything. Because we went to family therapy. My brother went to a boarding school and I was in, like, fourth grade. So he was in seventh grade to North Carolina so me and my family visited him and we were at a therapy session I think it was my first time actually in therapy How old so do you think you were like 11 maybe okay. um and so no wait no I was definitely like 10 9 10 I don't know 10 maybe okay. sorry 10 and uh we were we were in therapy and I remember thinking, "Do not talk, do not talk." Like I was so shy and scared to talk. And they were talking about my brother and his next steps and all the stuff about him. And I like convinced myself to, not to talk. And then the therapist was like, "So Drew, how do you feel?" And I just like burst into tears because I like I couldn't. Mm-hmm. But I was convincing myself the whole time, "Please do not talk, Drew. Like it's not about you. It's not about you." Yeah, but, like it was about me because it was we were literally in family therapy to make our family dynamic better once Landon would transition back to. The home and go back to school and do mm-hmm. normal kid quote stuff right so I think in that sense I have really felt um what was it what was his mental issue always? uh he has uh his like actual diagnosis which like I, I don't know if it, it's called nonverbal learning disorder
2: oh so okay. I don't really
0: know what it is but I just know that that like if you met him I'd be like that's just Landon syndrome you know because right, it's like right. you just I just know his personality so yeah. well um He's just very—he um, has—he has, he has uh, Asperger's, so just super perseverant about certain things, won't stop, you know, saying the same thing over and over again, would eat the same foods all the time, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then um, learning disabilities and like disrespecting authority, just all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't make him friends, so he turned to drugs, kind of thing. So Got like that—that's just Got like it. the short synopsis. So yeah, but I don't know if you relate to that, like feeling that your feelings don't matter as a woman mm-hmm. because. It's not as important as somebody else because
2: you're like a caretaker role almost. Yeah. I mean, I for sure feel like because of that, I am always going to be this caretaker type of a person. Like, I don't think mm -hmm. that's something that can change at this point, which is good. It's like, fine. But like, I feel... Right. You've found the positives. Yeah. yeah. You'll
1: put on the nurse's uniform, whether a guy asks you to or not. Yeah. It doesn't have to be sexy. It's just what you want (laughs) to (laughs) do.
2: It's just who I am. yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) This is why I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I think that like, the biggest issue was like, uh, family, th- uh, what was the question? Basically. I I oh, so like,
0: I said that, uh, sorry. I, I was get just it's everything you know.
2: were saying. I just got so into your story. I was like, oh, oh what did no. she ask me? Yeah, no,
0: no. I, trust me, that happens to me all the time. But with, so I, basically what I, I thought he was asking was like, did you think our parents favored our brothers because they were older and like men? Yeah. and It's like kind of like favoring the men type of thing, Interesting. Right? A- as that dynamic, but- what I resonated with that he just said was that um, I relate to feeling um, like my feelings don't matter as yes. much. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Gotcha. As a woman because I have like this caretaker role kind of and also right. that like his – like your brother's problems matter more because he's the one. Oh, my God.
2: For sure. Right. And exactly. I feel like it's, it's so hard to verbalize that in like a healthy way for me even today. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard. I don't know – how to deal with that because i go straight to rage too like i mm-hmm. get really upset i don't cry i get like upset and like i don't like i think i'll end up screaming and like whatever but like not to a point where it's like my brother which has also been another fear of well like if he got borderline and bipolar is it gonna happen to me now Am I? are gonna you like get waiting triggered? for
1: the switch to turn on
2: i'm terrified yeah, yeah. i've I, i'm learning i feel that to but i also feel think, better like, i think
0: because I feel that in the sense of my brother where I didn't do drugs and drinking in high school just because I thought I was going to be an addict. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I have dreams about becoming a heroin addict. I have, like, vi- like literal dreams about me shooting up and then having scars and all that stuff because my brother does. And But in yeah. the fear that I, it's going to happen to me. And it doesn't happen to you. you not... Not like it's a choice, but it doesn't happen to you. It's a path that you would slowly notice. Right. And you Mm -hmm. would know by now if you were an addict.
2: Yeah, Yeah. totally. So I've been working on that with my therapist of like, you know, I have support. If anything were to happen, I'm fine. And like, I'm taking care of myself mentally, so it's okay. Like, I don't think that's going to happen for me. I, Mm -hmm. But um, no, I just feel like my emotions didn't matter for a long time. And even... Like, the other day, I, like, flipped out at my parents, and I was like, all right, I called his doctors. I called X, Y, and Z. I'm taking care of things. Do you guys mind giving me his Medicare number? Would that be okay with you? Like, Obviously I turned like really sarcastic, really angry, really bitter. Since I'm
1: parenting your child, Since could I'm, you give me any information? Uh, yeah. Exactly, and that's what it turns 63 into. Since you're
2: and too busy. <laughs> yeah, I swear, it, it happens like that. I'm like, you know, like, Mom, you're retired. You call your friends all day. Can you call his nurse? Like, Can somebody do something or do I have to take care of your son? I'm not even dating anyone. I'm single. Like, like I don't (laughs) remember giving birth three years before I was born. It becomes like everything. Like, it just like ends up being this show. And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, you need to understand that I have feelings. Like, this hurts me. Like, I I have to take your son's shit. Like, not Mm -hmm. you. Like, fine, you do too. But I have taken the brunt of it my whole life. I know. You yeah. know, and it no, just, I like, know. I just, like, it makes me crazy because my parents are so sweet and kind, too. So right, now I'm yelling right. at, like, nice people.
1: But all <laughs> the points you made about 2006 were very valid. And, like, they Yeah, but it's, like,
0: I, yeah. I, but I, I completely relate to that, where, like, the one thing that I did, it affected my whole life. It affected yeah. my whole life. But the only one example I can come up with that's the most relevant is I um, got a call from my brother during... Uh, I was a sophomore in college at Denver, and I had practice. I dove at Denver, and I practiced, and um, he was like, you need to call dad. He's not answering me because my brother was begging for money for my dad, like for jobs. okay. Mm-hmm. And so my dad, like, wouldn't give it to him, obviously. And mm-hmm. so he kept calling me, being like, you need to call dad, otherwise I'm going to kill myself. Threatening. And okay. I was like, I know this is for attention, and I know, I, literally this whole podcast is not about that, but yeah. when you're, like, a heroin addict and you're trying, like, it's a threat. And he's not gonna—he's not gonna kill. Him. Sex
1: and borderline, display a very similar yeah behavior sometimes. It's very They're,
2: manipulative.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's like yeah. textbook. Yeah. So he calls me and says, "I'm gonna kill myself." Blah blah. blah but I've already like tried to get a gun, but I couldn't because I'm in the system as like mental illness. But I looked up how to do it, and I know how to do it, and I'm probably gonna get one. Blah blah. blah. Like all this stuff, like rambling. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to do the best that I can. And I, in the back of my mind, I I've been I was past it at that point of um, it's my fault, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the sense. But I wanted to know. I said, this is the last thing I'm doing for him, and it and it kind of was. Yeah. I was like, this is the last thing that I'm doing for him, um, because I want to know that I did every single thing I could. Because I was like 18, and it's been going on for years at that point. And so mm-hmm. I or 19, and I called my dad and I, I didn't talk to my dad we had a horrible relationship but I wasn't talking to him and I was like hey I'm only calling him because I want to save his life kind of thing like he's gonna die and my dad um me, that me and my dad got in a fight and it ruined it ruined like my relationship with my dad my relationship with my brother and then um I it ruined my relationship with my coach because I told him like I can't handle practice and he's like get on the board and I was like fuck you I didn't say that but I was like I'm out, no, I, like, yeah. I'm out like I can't
2: deal with you that's how thing. he dealt he dealt with that that's awful
0: and I think or I did practice or I did practice and I was super bitter I don't remember like what I did but I was like crying being like why don't I matter kind of thing and I felt like also that invalidated my feelings but the whole point of that was like that's the only time I remember that um it like affected at, like cr- it crumbled my shit yeah you know for sure and then like I had to deal with it you know when you're like I have to deal with your son's shit
2: yeah and that's 100%. your
0: fucking problem. That's your problem.
2: Yeah, and it's just this feeling of, like, why aren't you taking responsibility? You should be doing so much more for me, like, mm-hmm. and not being able to verbalize that because you're just in it. Um, oh, that my was God, my yeah. Thing. I can relate to, like, 1,000%. you're percent. so young
0: for yeah. most
1: of it. Yeah. So young. You
2: don't. You yeah. can't navigate this. It's hard. But you, it's, it's,
0: it's always the negative, always the positive. I didn't finish my Division one career, because not because of that, but it was the biggest part that led me to yeah. fucking, like, wanting to kill myself. I was just over shit. Mm-hmm. And so... All that shit affected me. You know what I mean? And 100%. it's like, it's like, yeah, it's it's really hard. And then and then all that negative shit outweighs what you're doing. Where it's mm-hmm. like being a Division One athlete would have been great and finishing my career, but I couldn't, you know? And then it always outweighs it. And then I came home from Denver, and my brother's like, um, why aren't you in Denver? And I was like, I've been going to school at DePaul for a year and a half. He's like, oh, I, I thought you went to like Harvard. Like he didn't even know what school I went to. Yeah. He had no idea what I was doing. I was like, oh, so I quit all this stuff and spent all my energy on you and you had mm-hmm. no idea mm-hmm. no oh idea oh my god mm-hmm. i've had similar conversations yeah no but i'm just saying that yeah. to like relate to you where it's like this is a hundred percent it's the same shit yeah it's the same fucking shit and they don't they are never gonna realize it. they're never gonna appreciate it and you just have to kind of like
2: you just have to know that and keep going yeah you just know that that's just what it is like yeah you are so, like he'll never thank me for anything that i've ever done for mm-hmm. him and it's like yeah most of your hospitalizations i've been there like i've been there. All the time like i would like skip class sometimes if he was manic and he was in the hospital and he needed someone to be there to feel comfortable it was always me so it's like mm-hmm. and then i i'm you know i just the whole sibling dynamic is off like i i adore both my siblings like my older sister i think i have a lot of resentment there too because it's like where the fuck were you like i'm the one who's mm-hmm. dealing with our right. brother mm-hmm. and so, so a part of me sometimes i shouldn't think this but like i feel like maybe she's just like well you know, like this is dad's new family, and like, you know, like I'm from the first marriage, and like I don't really mm-hmm. have responsibilities
1: Not here. Not my problem.com. Uh, Not my
2: problem. It, that's such my an problem, easy out. It's such, such an, easy, an easy, out. easy out. I swear dude. to God. Like, she, like, my Maybe sister she lived in
1: Pakistan for a lot of this too.
2: Yeah, she she lived the life of like Princess Christina. Anastasia. Well, I like, swear I to God, my continent. sister. I'll
1: be over here. Sorry. About... Yeah, I'm just like, like living like wealth. me is very expensive. So don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Might as well not. Um, we're eating yeah. out right now anyway, so I can't answer. Very busy. Uh, like she like lived at my grandma's house. It was like I've been there a few times Honestly, in my life. Honestly,
0: and I'm, I'm not even saying this to Andrew. I'm saying this because I get it. That's how I felt about my dad, where he was doing shit. He was making money for the yeah. family, but like. I didn't my mom did everything like I I will say that on a fucking recorded thing like my mom did everything for my brother Mm -hmm. and like my dad's done a lot of stuff since uh, my parents split up like 10 years ago but like my mom did everything for my fucking brother and so like it's hard to see It's, it's not even a uh like, uh, I'm sad about it. It's, like, that's why you have resentment towards them.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not sad. You're not, It changes you're not, over time. It does. Your relationship with their issue and with your family over it, it, like, mm-hmm. it develops like a picture in, have you ever, like, a dark you ever got?
0: Because I would get in fights about how my dad doesn't do anything for my brother. All the, all the time. Me and you my sister. Their, okay.
2: Yeah, like, I'll send her, like, these long, dramatic texts that are just like you don't do anything you don't care about our family you like all you want is money from dad and like you don't care about anything like you've always just been handed things and like she she just won't respond until I say something positive (laughs) like Mm. until I'm like hey are you coming over and she's like yeah like (laughs) what (laughs) I hate you so it's just like a really weird like I love you to death but like and I know you have your own issues but like Everyone just expects me to take care of the whole family. That's your job. That's That's my job. That's like being
0: your label. So why would you do anything otherwise?
2: Yeah, and so I can like bitch and moan and do whatever, but like, that's still the expectation. Everyone cares about me and loves me, but no one can put in. No one will put in that work. No one will try to do that. And it's right. It's you
0: might be struggling, but. That's your, that's your label still. Yeah. You got to yeah. get through and move on. You got to go to work
2: the
1: next day. You decided really- to be nice when you were sixteen, so handle it.
2: <laughs> that's my fault. I should have been a huge dick. I should have been the worst. Um, it's my fault. I love when I asked you yeah.
0: what borderline was, and you're like, okay, guys, so it's basically. <laughs> it's
2: like the suck- worst person. You like you just suck so bad that like you have to go to therapy for Very it. Very educational.
1: <laughs> Very educational podcast. We have yes. super it. something um, else that I thought would be a little interesting to talk to you about that I thought would be I don't know just sort of on this like mental health journey because like your brother took up like a lot of time in terms of like your concerns on your mental health were sort of around him yeah and then like as you get older and you start like working and you have different jobs and you're just like out there trying to act trying to do comedy trying to have just like a regular day job just trying to be out there in the world that's super fucking stressful when you don't really exactly know what a year from now looks like. Yeah. And especially when you've never known stability because your house was always a wreck. And so like, because we all decided to go into one of the most unstable industries that could ever possibly exist. Hello, COVID.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello,
1: COVID. And so I I sort of, I know that you've been in therapy and stuff through pretty much most of the time you've been doing stand up And just in terms of like, all the different careers you've been through, and all the different sort of finding where you fit in. Like, what was that? What was the weight of? Because I know you've talked about it in your act from going from being a makeup artist to then doing real estate yeah. to then acting and doing comedy. Like you've done Why everything. Are you laughing? You've yeah. literally, you've literally <laughs> real estate insecure. is real estate is serious. <laughs> you've literally done every money fucking money money thing. money
0: briefcase briefcase briefcase. Sorry, I phone, call, phone calls phone yeah. calls. me on a bench pipeline pipeline <laughs> <Like> just,
2: pipeline. <laughs>
1: Well, taxes, taxes. What was that like, like in your mind? Because you had like a good like. She's like, I didn't have
2: one. I think, <laughs> I, think I lost, lost my, it. Because <laughs> you honestly spot.
1: had like a good five, six years where you were doing everything.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, the thing is, like, uh, that's a such a great question.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> feels like an interview now.
2: Um. That no, but thought.
1: like, to circle back to what we were saying To circle back to yes. the original point in column a on page one of the PowerPoint. <laughs> George, um, <laughs> George, if you could please go back to slide five.
2: So I could answer that first question. Uh, yes,
1: but No, like, it was Hi, just... Margaret. We'll get to your point later. <laughs> I mean,
2: okay. okay. Your hand. This Sorry. is how I'm going to forget. <laughs> this is why I forget what I was asked. Um, oh, fuck. Okay. No, but no, I hear you. Okay, so just to <laughs> <Okay>. answer... Um, <laughs> I like the thing is like I feel like I had a late start to everything because of him. So like mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was like living a life until I was 24. Whoa. 20. Sorry. Hold on. Wait. 22, when I moved to San Francisco is when I actually started my life. So mm-hmm. that was in my 20s. Because you were
0: physically removed from him.
2: Yeah, I was physically removed. So I was like, oh, cool. I have an identity. That's awesome. Um,
0: I was a little <laughs> traumatized. Hello,
2: <me. laughs> I was a little traumatized because yeah. you get so used to the chaos that when there isn't chaos you around like you, it sometimes you like because, it. Well, you know you, yourself in it.
0: You don't like it. It's just that's what's comfortable.
2: Yeah. And even now, even comfort. when, like, recently, like, he had an episode with me and, like, I kicked him and it was... Awful, but I was like, oh, I know myself right now. And I was like, that's, I don't like that. I hate how comfortable I was in that moment, and that's not okay. Mm, like, okay. I, I dislike that so much. And that's. You wanna be
0: far removed from it so much where you don't get to a level where it gets. I out can of feel
2: control. normal. I can feel yeah. normal oh, in it. I don't totally. wanna feel normal
0: in it. Uh, and that com- But that comes with acceptance, though, because the only way that I, and I'm sure even stuff that you've dealt with with acceptance, um, the only way I felt like I can talk civilly to my dad. Was once I accepted the situation that I was in. Mm-hmm. I'm driving yeah. to St. Louis tomorrow with him for five hours. Like I would have never. You couldn't have like, right. like. I'd be like set me on fire. I'm good.
1: I would have put a crack pipe in your purse. I would have yeah. dropped it in there and been like, baby, you're <laughs> yeah. just you're gonna <laughs> no, need. No, but I'm not, I'm
2: not I'm fine. Yeah. Now. I'm like I'm gonna have fun because you accepted the situation with your brother and everything. Yeah,
0: and, how, and with my dad too. I had a whole separate flats. issue with my dad, <laughs> but like I finally. I also know who I am, and that yeah. was. That for me was the biggest thing of knowing who I was allowed me to um, be okay with knowing that I was right almost in my decision. Um, yeah. And that I could accept our situation because I'm okay with who I am. Does that make sense? Because yeah. if, if I'm in a like a pickle with him and I'm still feeling angry at him, I'm going to feel that guilt mm-hmm. and think it's my fault. What if I did something, whatever. But I know who I am and I'm like, I know I'm right, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And that helps with the more, like, civil tone. Right. Of, and I'm not saying, like, that's going to help you. I'm not trying to, like, yeah, give no. unsolicited advice. No, bite. no, but this is but good. But this is it's the only thing I'm saying that helped me um, not get to – I call my dad a cunt in therapy, which is, like, kind of ironic. because he's a dad, but <laughs> I was, like – I literally – I don't even know it, I, but I probably called him a cunt seven times in therapy. Oh, that's so funny. And, but now I would never escalate to that level. I think yeah. I could – We'll see how St. Louis goes. <laughs> so funny. But well, Let's have another know? glass of wine.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just feel
2: like, the, the thing is, like, I get I hope that. I don't drive there. I, I was good at, I was really good with that when I was living at my place in Logan Square in the city. And then yeah. when I moved back because of COVID, I thought I was going to move to New York. I thought, like, that okay. that was the plan this summer.
0: Everyone want to take a drink? Because we all thought we
2: were. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all thought we were going places. Yeah. Uh, and so I, like, everything just got messed up as like with everyone and I moved back to my parents house and I think that's why I think I'm just stuck in my childhood home right now and mm-hmm. so I'm feeling everything in a different way like oh. when I was in the city I was also, like above it all in a you way basically feel like you're regressing regressing you're yeah. quarantined with
0: somebody who has mental illness yeah
2: I mean he's not it's he's hard living, to live he's with, living um, like two blocks away but he comes over to be manic and then he leaves so he comes over to start fights and then he fucking leaves yeah so it's his safe
1: space yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's great it's beautiful it's so nice um, yeah. but like I don't know It's I'm trying to get a grip on things but I think I mean like the, the job stuff I I think I just bounced around because like I just I didn't I couldn't figure out what felt good and stand up felt good at the time you also probably didn't
0: know yourself.
1: I had, you said I had no you didn't have a life yeah, no, before I that.
0: So you all, your identity was
1: helping
2: your brother. So how the fuck would you know what you're supposed to do? Your brain
1: didn't turn on till 22. You did not get to have a thought for yourself for I didn't 22 years.
2: Do, yeah. I mean, I think that started at like 60. I think when his illness started is when I became his sister and his caretaker. And then, mm. yeah, it, it, in my 20s, that's when I... So, yeah. I, I mean, like, before, like, when I was, like, a child, I had the best childhood. So it's, like, mm-hmm. crazy. Do your parents...
0: This is what my parents do. Kind of just like a denial thing. Um, do your parents ever not give you enough credit for being his caretaker and act like they were the ones that helped him?
2: Ooh. That's that. If that's your issue, that sucks, dude. Because it's not <laughs> okay. mine. They, and I'll say that in like a no, bitchy no, no. way. <laughs> that like came out I so... I don't have that problem. Well, Look, I don't fine. know what that is. I'm going to see myself <laughs>
1: out. Uh. Yeah, leave our apartment. If no, you that's leave my... We're, like, apartment. I feel like my
0: parents don't acknowledge the hard like, how hard my childhood was because they say, like, it yeah. was fun and great. And, like, it was. I had a lot, privilege-wise. We went yeah. on
1: vacation. You are correct, mother. Yeah. Well, we really <laughs> didn't because we got in fights.
0: So, like, we did yeah, like, it, but Oh, man. Besides yeah. why, we had a lot, like, financially. But, like, emotionally, like, I... You know, I, I think they don't give me credit for being, like, a really good sister and mm-hmm. helping him. And credit for almost how much pain it caused me. I don't think they, like
1: they're probably drowning in their own still yeah still like <laughs> yeah. I, I don't well, know. they might like, not have so it in struggling. them to be aware of yours yeah. they really you know? might not have it in them yeah
2: yeah i mean i get that i like i feel like my parents don't give enough credit to me for what i've been through like at all like i think it's the same yeah. yeah that's exactly what it right. is right like when it, it's weird though because it's like when i when i tell them like do you know how much i've done for him like as like recently, my dad's like, "Yeah, honey, you're everything. Like you, without you, we wouldn't be able to do any of this." Oh, and then wait, I'm like, so "They feel it, but that is hasn't been enough for me. Mm. That hasn't been enough because he did. He, I feel like do, do you I was want them to so much time more? was. T- it's just like I just the want time, him yeah, to be. Ahead, the time was taken, right? Like when I like I'm. I feel it's too late. It's too late. We're like I feel song. like I'm already kind of fucked up a little bit, and like I'm better, but." I just feel like the damage is done I just need him to be better now I don't want any sadness in this house I don't want anyone saying anything to me I want him to be better I want him on the right meds Because I'm tired well,
0: You can tell how, how much you ca- like care about it Because this yeah. I mean this whole episode is basically About how you've been affected by him mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like he's still the topic of conversation He still is And he's mm-hmm. out doing his own thing And doesn't give a fuck Which is exactly what I was saying We're like my brother fucking like my diving career over You yeah. know Because of his shit And he didn't he didn't have any idea. He didn't even know. He didn't even know what diving was. He never came to any of my meets. He didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, none of that acknowledgement.
2: And he'll never so take that my, responsibility because he has oh my, no idea. And no, that's just
0: no. And even if he does, it's like, well, why didn't you just not care about me? And I'm like, because people fucking care about you. Stop doing heroin. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, but that like, like fuck <laughs> off, dude. Stop doing heroin. <laughs> Like, That's fucking the stop. The and it's, like, just, I, I just, I'm, like, <laughs> people care about, like, you can be blue in the face. People care about you. But until he know, cares about himself, mm-hmm. he's not going to yeah. give
2: a fuck. That's totally right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I guess you're, you're right. There's, like, I do deeply care. It's, like, hard to see someone struggling that much. You want them
1: to be better. You said on this episode that you adore the man. My brother? You yeah. did say that. Did I
2: say that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. It slipped out. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> did, I? Uh. did I? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, sure I love him. He's uh,
2: fine. He's fine. Like, like, when he's not manic, he's, he's like, he's a, he's a funny person. And he's like, kind of hilarious. He's like, so much fun to be around. But like, yeah, it's just been really hard um, understanding who he is. But yeah, I mean, I care. And like, I just want like... Healthcare just sucks. I'm. Th- I think right now I'm just more mad at his doctors for not getting him on the right stuff. Like, he's been on one medication, Depakote, for so long, which Is isn't sleepy? doing. It's
0: supposed to, like. Do
2: it. Does nothing. I mean, he's still having manic episodes.
0: Like, I think it makes people all um, day. flatlined.
2: Oh really? Like,
1: I would I have, like, enjoy that.
0: No personality. I think if I'm, oh. I don't know if I'm right, but I feel like I know a lot of people who've been on that. And yeah. Um. I mean, it took me seven years to get on the right meds. So. Seven years. Yeah, and like I wanted to get better. Took me, you like know,
1: probably three or four. Mm. Yeah, like years. Like, you know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah. You have yeah. to. It's oh, so they, this is the. It's so tough. I mean, we have. I've had podcasts where we talk a half an hour just about medication because, it literally the. This is the whole point of it is is that doctors don't realize that it's affecting your day to day life, and while you're going through this shit, you're dealing with the day to day, and then affects your day to day life, which mm-hmm. affects your future. And it's like right. people don't like. Literally, this happened to me two days ago. My doctor filled my prescription to a CVS in North Carolina. And I've never been to a CVS, like, for my prescriptions. I only go to Walgreens. I go to Walgreens, and they're like, well, we can't get it for another 10 days. Like, like I'm like, oh, okay, so, like, I don't live
2: my life every day. And I don't so have I'm just medication. supposed to crazy oh my work God. for two
1: weeks? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. My roommate and my boyfriend yeah. Be so and to Yeah, and readjust to this.
2: Like, that's going to take time, too. Like, that, but... Yeah, that's
0: the whole thing with doctors is that we talk to you like you're in a system oh can't get it for another 10 days hi I'm a human you yeah, that's see me I have yeah. to live my life for 10 days without this medication I need every single day and that's and I eventually like found a way to got, get it but it's because they don't some of them don't do the fucking job. They don't. And they don't they care. Don't. And here's the thing a lot of them are just trained as doctors. And then what they do is they go to medical school, they get their medical degree, and then they specialize in psychiatrics. So they're not being a therapist. They're not being trained as a social worker and how to deal with emotions. They're being trained as a doctor, and doctors don't have bedside manner. Most of them don't. Mm. You mm. always want an autistic yeah. doctor. For my boobs, I had an autistic, autistic doctor. For my ankle surgery, I had an autistic doctor. You don't want the ones. My who... ex
1: boyfriend was an autistic doctor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't ask. You don't ask. You want the autistic doctor that has no emotions, that says, okay, you're going to need surgery. You're like, I want you. Because you don't want any emotions because they're so fucking smart, they don't know how to talk to people. But you don't want that for... Somebody who's controlling you, your mental health. Not at mm-hmm. all. And that's, and, but that's the whole thing, though, is what's going on with your brother. And, and I'm not saying it's not—it's the doctor's fault. But what
2: I am saying is, a oh, lot I've of written a th- terrible re, like review on Google. <laughs> so well, so I maybe am, he I've is gone beautiful. off. His Yelp is fucked Doctor Kaja. <laughs> <laughs> I hate his face and his beard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate every. So it's not even rigid. lined and up nice. It's just like ah. <laughs>
0: You give my brother the right medication I will buy you a good razor. I will <laughs> yes, definitely yes. buy you a good razor. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of um that med- yeah, that's what makes me so angry. Yeah. Totally. But they really are trained as medical professionals instead of psychiat like which is the worst thing? Which is the worst thing? That makes I wish no there was sense. Was there a thing where you can be a like both mm-hmm. and be mostly a psychotherapist? You
1: get a PhD in psych and then you get medical Go to medical school afterwards. That
0: exactly. That would be ideal. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And but I hope there's like a program for that because it's. It, everybody says the same thing about their psych. I don't even know my psych. I don't even know her name. I, I honestly I couldn't like, really. I quit going because so she was a
2: dick. So then what? How do you I just like meet
0: with her? She just like sets every three months. I think I have to go see her. Oh. And then it's always like, oh, she can't meet. Do you want her assistant? I'm like, sure, I'll go fucking talk to
1: anybody. I'll talk to her husband. I really? don't care. And then, I, and then how long do they talk to you <laughs> for? I couldn't give a shit.
0: No, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Where it's like, I don't give a shit about. Because I know yeah. the meds I need to be on. Obviously, I knew my psychiatrist, the one I had right. at the therapy program I went to. But you know, I'm, I'm saying now that I'm properly medicated, I'm like, I will like any bend over and like give me my fucking prescription. I, yeah. I, I like, like, I will literally. bend over. I do not
2: care. Okay. So, got it. So no, now it makes sense pills. that you don't need to oh, communicate. So that, exactly. Okay. It's more like
0: we go, how's everything? Yeah. People in my family died, but it's fine. Everything's <laughs> give, me, cool. give me the drugs. I literally, I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it, it's antidepressants. I'm not abusing them, but it's right. just, I don't, I have a therapist. Yeah. And that's technically what they're there for. But if you're seeing a psychiatrist and need to be newly medicated, you need to see a therapist first. Right. And then get that therapist to kind of walk the psychiatrist through their fucking job and tell them, like, Mm. what they need out of a drug. Mm -hmm. That
2: makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: So I think it's important How often
2: do you see your therapist? Every week. Okay. Yeah. Good. Me too. Yeah.
0: So I – and I sometimes don't have anything to say.
2: A lot of times for me too. Yeah. So you were talking about
0: how – we don't have a lot to talk about in therapy yeah. um but i knew well sometimes i think that a lot of it that comes from uh, also
2: not feeling like your feelings matter yeah uh, feeling so, like i'm good i like i shouldn't have anything to talk about exactly, I'm, I'm okay exactly. we don't need
1: to address this right yeah
2: I'm so i was gonna ask you
0: um because we're gonna wrap up i just want i always ask people like one question at the mm-hmm. end um for people who are Struggling with not feeling like their feelings are validated. Um, and not only the people who are depressed in that feeling, but the the thing where it goes back so many layers of I don't feel okay because of this person doesn't make me feel okay because, like, this person's disacknowledged me and all this stuff of, like, I guess how deep it goes with yeah. how um, oppressed, repressed, I don't know the word, you've been. Mm-hmm. Um, what
2: advice would you give somebody who's going through that? I would say just... I just think there's so many free resources for therapy. And I think just like having that ne- neutral third party to talk to is mm-hmm. the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. Like I didn't ask anyone. But I how, when how did would it... they get there? Is the question. Google. You no,
0: know? no, no, no. Like mentally, <laughs> like if they're like, I'm oh. not good enough to get a therapist or Oof. I'm not, my feelings don't matter. Like what's your advice on like
2: how, do you know what I'm saying? Cause that's, like, uh, yeah, that's, that's like, I think it's just like having a strong support system is so hard. And if you don't mm-hmm. have it and you're not feeling right, like honestly, like if I don't know. If I have questions that I'm not ready to, like, talk to anyone about, I will look them up, and I'll be like, why do I feel, like, low? Like, why do I feel like I'm Mm. not worth it? And, like, somehow the other day I found a list of, like, all these affirmations, and when I read through them I was like, oh, I did need to say these things to myself. Mm. So sometimes it really is just, like, doing your own research and, like, just – also kind of what they call you know?
0: reframing in therapy mm-hmm. where you're like supposed to take your negative thoughts and reframe them into
2: yeah not positive thoughts but just more neutral and just knowing statements. that what you're going through is not permanent because i think that's a big issue oh, is like you yeah. are sitting in this and you're like well this is never going to change but just knowing that this is temporary it's mm-hmm. not going to be your forever but that's part of why yeah. suicidal thoughts come
0: in yeah, yeah. Is because
2: if this is going to be forever
0: why well, i'm just going to take myself out then you know that's it's Absolutely. like a logical Thing that obviously it's not logical, but when you're in the moment, it's definitely logical in your mind. Yeah, seems like the only option. So, I
2: think that is just seeking advice. help, like telling your friends, telling somebody, telling a yeah. person what you're going through is the most important thing you can, can do. In and some if you way. can't start
1: with a person, tell your dog, tell yeah. your hamster. Say it. Like literally. I'm being serious. Get it out. Get the practice of saying it out yeah. loud. And then the other way that I think we all have in common so much so that we forget about it that we deal with our shit because we. Used to do comedy. We're most of us are in the practice of writing uh. at least a couple days a week. Yes. What's happening in your life? What's on your mind? Where you're at? If mm-hmm. not every day, yeah, I and I think that just sort of vomiting whatever the fuck is happening and just getting it out not doing that at on all. paper <laughs> is sort of like a. At least it's not just a stuck thought in your head. At least totally. it went somewhere. Yeah. That's you a great out. point.
2: Is like you don't even need a person. You can write it out. And like if you. Like, have negative thoughts about anything. Just, like, if you need to rip that piece of paper up, too, to just, like, feel like you've eliminated it also. Burning helps.
0: <laughs> you know? I just come out, out of the skin. woodwork, like, burning! <laughs> Burn it! Oh, one time I wrote a letter, and I burned it to somebody, and yeah. it, re- it. I did not... I was 90% less thinking about it. That's amazing. So, but it's... It, it's because you... It's a symbolism and a actual feeling of this is going to you go can away. You see all
1: those hateful words disappear. Exactly. Amazing.
0: It's like the Amazing. watching it, and it's not... Um... I don't recommend it if you're in a manic state. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> your like fire if, if you're
2: manic.
1: If it's three a.m., not a good am, idea. It's just yeah. take a, a shower. Or do the yeah. opposite. Do it yeah. In, yeah. in the morning.
0: Do it in the morning. Watch fire burn, and then yeah. go <laughs> <laughs> make your coffee. Have a cup you of know? coffee and a cigarette. A and then thing. just Set all your letters on fire. But anyways, thank <laughs> <laughs> you so much for doing yeah. the podcast. I really enjoyed having you. I didn't know I had this much in common. Sometimes I do so know much before I go on the podcast, but I really didn't. I have. I always at the end of podcast realize how much I have in common with people, but I didn't know. I'd never had somebody that had a brother situation like me
2: yeah i didn't know you were going you had i mean i knew you had brother issues too but i was like wow like we really did feel the same way about a lot of things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with the family dynamics you know? oh yeah that so interesting
0: um do you have i mean speaking of how comedy doesn't exist do you have anything to plug <laughs> well uh speaking of people who doing a bunch know, of zoom
2: yeah. shows but like i don't know like follow me on instagram i feel like that's where i post anything that i'm doing uh which is not much lately but like uh yeah, if you follow me on Instagram <laughs> at soybean dip, uh, that's where I post things that I do. Okay, awesome. Um, anything else?
0: No, you guys were awesome, for having- awesome. It just helps the ratings go up. Um, so please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to Doing Time.